Say, you motherfuckers is crazy. I said, I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. And now for our feature presentation. Oh. Welcome back to another episode of Life As I See It, the podcast. I'm your host, Jers, a.k.a. Life As I See It, episode 114. Uh, we got Rico Key in the building. We got Gert in the building. Uh, shout out to all the subscribers out there. If you're not subscribed yet, make sure that y'all subscribe on Apple and on Spotify. Make sure everybody leaving their ratings, their comments on Apple. Uh, make sure that you're shopping for your Life As I See It podcast candles, as well as all your other smell goods at LuxCollectionLLC.com. And um, check out all our visual content on Patreon at Patreon.com <clears throat> backslash Life As I See It podcast. Um, so this week, um, I'm going to just jump right into this uh, new development with Kyrie Irving because, you know, we already know. Kyrie been like the topic of conversation for the last couple months. Is he going to get the shot? Is he not going to get the shot? Is he going to play? Is he not going to play? What is he going to do? Well, it's been a whole bunch of um, quote unquote outbreaks from a lot of players in the league. And they're saying because they actually just implemented a new rule saying that um, if you, you have to now be able to, sign players to a 10-day contract just because like a lot of players are are not available due to COVID and so their roster needs filling so they're being able to sign players for a 10-day temporary contract um and at the particular so saying well, real quick it, I don't mean to cut you but it's basically the show must go on basically we're not about to be postponing games because y'all got five ten niggas out the show gotta go on right so when it, when it comes to Kyrie they're saying that now they're relying on him to play away games, not home games, because, you know, he's in New York and New York is real strict on their COVID mandates or what have you. But they're saying now they're going to allow him to play away games. And it's just funny to me because that's what they said they was going to do in the beginning already. They said they was going to let him play away games. I don't know who got mad, but I guess people got mad. And then they took it back, said, nah, fuck that. You, if you ain't going to practice, you ain't going to play, you ain't going to get the shot, you ain't going to play at all. So... What what you what you think about that? Well, nah, it, it, I can understand why the team didn't want to do that because on the team part is like this nigga's only showing up half the time. Who the fuck is he to be able to do that? He only, I want to show up half getting, the time. He's only getting paid half the time too, though. Yeah, but as a team, it's like it. it I could understand from the team aspect to say, nigga, if you're not here full time then we can't fuck with you. I'm not even sure. Even though this is unprecedented. I'm not even, I'm not it was. Sure. No, it wasn't. Like the, the players? I don't think, uh, I don't the, think the players the organization. like that. 
I'm not saying the play is the organization. And I, I would bet the players were too. I, I would I, I would bet KD signed off on that. I don't think they do that without KD signing off on it. And it makes sense. It's like, nigga, we, like, our goal is fucking camaraderie to win the championship. So if you only here on away games, it's like you starting for the away game, but now this nigga who fucking is trying to work himself into the lineup, build confidence, yada, 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 he, it, it, it's, it's, it's tough. It's tougher than it would be if it wasn't. So I could understand the team aspect of saying, now, I'm not saying I would actually do that, but I'm saying I could understand. You know what I'm saying? Um, where you're just trying to build a bond between niggas, because that, that shit matters. Where is, like, you know, just on a fast break, you know, Kyrie is fucking paying in this way. But Patty Mills is paying in this way, and it's an adjustment. Uh, I don't want to say an unnecessary adjustment, but it's a, you know, adjustment niggas have to make in real time. You want your starting unit to know where niggas is, what niggas do, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I guess I get that. Um, but nonetheless, I still think it's it's kind of funny and interesting that the whole point of him not being able to play in the first place is because he didn't want to get the shot or hasn't gotten the shot. Let's just say that he has gotten the shot. He still ain't. But you got, but you got two different, two different arguments. So one is the state of New York, which is he can't play home games. Correct. The other is the team saying we need to gel as a team. So it, I I could understand, but it's a, you know, the New York shit is dumb. No, no. The New York shit is saying the team is saying the nigga don't got to get the shot. Let him play. But New York is saying no. So then the team has to make the decision. Do we want this nigga part time? And it's like, who the who the fuck is he that we only taking him part time? So you got to make a decision within yourself as an organization to say, is this nigga worth only having part time now? If it wasn't Kyrie, let's just say it was Patty Mills. Patty Mills. It wouldn't go down like it's that. It's a hell, it's a hell no for Patty Mills. Correct. So it's like how, we they have to try not to show favoritism. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, Unless if it's being, if we being real about it, we know there's favoritism for the for the best. Like if you top tier at, at Yeah, but crowd, you got he's not he's not the best. T- Kyrie is top tier at his crowd. He's, yeah, he's top tier, so, but he's not the best. Yeah, but what I'm the saying, the best is, on that team is Kevin Durant. But what I'm saying is, as a top tier nigga, they're always going to make those exceptions. That's my point. No, no, as the best nigga, they're going to make that exception. As the best, so whoever, were- whoever player number one is, is who gets to say what the fuck the franchise player gets to say what the fuck is going on. Now, if he See, I, I'm pretty sure that nigga was like, yo, dog, niggas is going to be out. Go get that nigga, bring that nigga back. I'm pretty sure he is the nigga that probably said, yo, go get that nigga. Like, we need that nigga at this point. Shit was cool. Shit was fun. Yada, yada, yada. But, all right, enough is enough. Go get that nigga. It's like LeBron. Like, when LeBron say, nigga, yo, this is what it is. That's what it is. Yo, get, yo, go, go sit down. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you you got fucking Mellow and Russell on that team, too. 
But Melo and Russ ain't making the decisions LeBron get to make. Uh, AD, you know what I'm saying? It's one nigga, and then everybody else got to fall in line. Real quick, you know what's going to be wild funny about this shit? Kyrie ain't going to miss no games for COVID. With well, all of these niggas who got vaxxed, well, no. missing games for COVID. Well, no, actually, they said that he's in COVID protocol right now only because they say he in COVID protocol right now because he, um, I guess he got tested and the test came back inconclusive. And so he still has to like sit out a certain number of days or whatever because of that. So that's why. That, I never heard of that shit. Yeah. The test coming back in. No, nah, I, I believe you, but I'm just saying now all of a sudden test is coming back inconclusive. Well, not. Nah, and my man, one of my mans just went through the same thing uh, like a week or so ago, like got tested and shit came back inconclusive. That's the, that means it's the test that they use. They probably using a rapid test where, you know, you could figure out if that shit is in your system. And they don't even test. So most places, when they testing for COVID, they're not really testing if you have COVID or not. They testing if you have the antibodies that spread that shit. That's not. I don't true. give a fuck if you got That's not that true, issue. It's different. It's different tests. So antigen. That's tests, what I'm saying. Well, I'm saying the test that most people are using. I'm speaking I, nah, to the test that most people are I using. I can't say that either because it's, it's three different tests. You got PCR, you got rapid, you got antigen. Antigen test test for the antibody. The rapid and the PCR test for if it's actively in your system, like if you actively have it. So that's two different things. That's I'm saying the test that niggas are using is that I'm 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 willing to bet you, nigga. The test that niggas are using is to check to see if you can spread it or not, not if you got it or not. Give a fuck if you got it. I just want to know if I could catch it from you. Well. I don't care about none of that shit. I just feel like at the end of the day, um, everybody needs to just kind of like, you know, make the, make the adjustment and move on. You know what I'm saying? Everybody needs to stop putting that shit in their body. That's all motherfuckers is doing. <laughs> if you stop putting it in your body, you'll stop getting that shit. <laughs> Fucking that simple. You've been living this long. You stop, just leave the shit alone. <laughs> You fucking pick it with a scab. Of course it's going to bleed. You just keep fucking picking at the scab. Shit is a no-brainer. Word. And I'm um, just... Come uh, on, it's just, too just much information out there at this point. Yeah, fuck it. I ain't, you know, I ain't... Whatever, all of that. But just keeping the basketball real quick. We already know Steph's been the best nigga uh, or the best shooter ever. But officially on paper now, he's the best. Um, he broke the record for three points. Me. Um, Shout out to him. Um, I ain't no deep dive. Just shout out to him. He that nigga. Like, oh, I do want to ask this question though. Niggas was trying to talk about this at work. Um, who's more influential of a player in this generation, Kevin Durant or Steph Curry? Influential, uh, Steph Curry, hands down. That's what I said. Yeah, Steph. Uh... Because the kids, like. You know what I'm saying? Well, Steph Curry makes it look like easy. An average nigga could do what he does. Exactly. Which is a fucking lie. Exactly. That's why kids are shooting uh, the shit uh, from the parking lot because they, they see Steph do the shit, so they feel like they could do it. You know what I mean? Everybody, we know everybody can't do what Kevin Durant does. Like, 
You just can't. And everybody can't do what Steph does. But like you said, he just makes it look that easy. It's like nobody can do what either one of them do. No, I know, but I'm saying Steph makes it look a lot easier. Like, for example, yeah. like the nigga Chris Brown. The nigga Chris Brown danced like everybody could do that shit. Nigga make the shit look flawless. Like you go out there and try <laughs> slot glide your little ass all across that stage if you want. <laughs> Feet ain't moving nowhere. You know what I mean? Like it's nah, just what the, it's the, the best niggas make the shit look easy. So, like I said, no real deep dive, but um, shout out to Steph Curry for breaking the record. And um, yeah, that's that's what I got on that. Um, now, Gert, you have brought this to my attention. I wasn't aware about um, comedian Louis C.K. having a new stand-up um, hour special. Where where was that? Where was that showing off? Or is it like on his website? How did he do it? His website. They sent me an email. I fuck with him. Okay. Yeah, I probably got the email too because I bought the last one from his website. Yeah, I fuck with Louis C.K. Um, did you watch it? Yeah. I didn't yet. I just got the email Friday and you know my weekend shit be. But I plan on watching that shit today. Were um so when it comes to like cancel culture and as it pertains to comedians, right? Because that's one of the the the, the main places where people try to like silence your voice, so to speak. They get mad at some shit you said and now they want to throw you away and cancel you. We've seen the whole shit with Dave Chappelle. It ain't phased him at all. He just got the green light to get two more specials with Netflix, and he's headlined their Netflix is a joke festival. So he, he did machine now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it didn't phase him. Now we have Louis C.K., a white man who, well, technically he's actually not even white, right? But for, the sake, Mexican. Of, for the sake of, you know, whatever. Um, nah, you got to say that because if he was a white nigga, he might not have got canceled. Well, that's where it's I was the fact of. that he's Mexican that he might that that he's canceled. Well, that's where I wanted to kind of go. So, and I with, with fucking props to him, which a lot of people don't know, he's one of the few people who he was putting out a new hour every year, mm-hmm. which nobody does that. There's no fucking comedian that puts out a new hour every year. At least not no big ones. Pause. Like, because I don't know. I mean, again, I don't know that to be a fact one way or the other, but I don't know it. I, I can't think of anybody else who does that. So I don't know. It might be somebody who's lesser known who might, you know, do specials. In an hour, it don't two, count. An hour is a lot. No, you could tell who's doing specials. Like, that's documented. If they don't, where they shit is that? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like well, most niggas do places. one like, like every five. Central. You got you got a couple outlets where you but know they not doing one. If you look, niggas is not doing a new one every year. Yeah, and that nigga writes the whole fucking TV shows. I tell you this though, I didn't really like the last one. It wasn't that funny to me. The his Louis C.K. joint. You ain't like that. He was talking about Jesus. Nah, it was that. No, that wasn't it. That wasn't it. At all. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't nah, it, it had funny pause, but it wasn't great. It, it, the shit that was being put, but the nigga was canceled. Like, so. But that don't have nothing to do with jokes being funny, though. Yes, it do. No, got something to do with no, funny. Funny is funny, nah, bro. I, you tripping. He, no, I'm Are not. You tripping. Son, he had a whole audience, sold out audience in front of him. Like, so that means they already subscribed to what he does. They didn't care whether he was canceled or not. I purchased the shit. So clearly I was invested because 
Niggas be getting everything for free. I want to. Yeah, but that don't mean you're in the right frame of mind. That's what I'm speaking to, man. I watched it. What you saying? I watched it and I wasn't that impressed. That's it. Simple. Click, click. (laughs) But what I'm saying is, nigga, he was going through some things. You put out a special while you can too. Let's see how funny your shit be. Man, fuck that. Fuck that. I'm not a stand up comedian. Put out an album. You're a rapper. Uh, I'm an artist, and I'm sensitive about my <laughs> shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I do want to check out. What you said it's called uh, "Sorry" or something like that. It's called "Sorry." Yeah, I'm a um, I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna see what's what. What do you charge? Ten dollars? I don't know. If I- I don't know if I'm gonna buy this one. That's why I'm. A, that's why I was about to say I'm trying. I'm a, yeah, I'm gonna try yeah. to catch this one on the on the flim flam. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna see what that's looking like on the black market. <laughs> or fool me once, <laughs> shame on you. But um, it was like, damn, I ain't even expect this many niggas to buy my shit. <laughs> Let me try it again. <laughs> But you know, I did kind of like, you know, where you had niggas talking about how they built their email list. Mm -hmm. I did like, I kind of appreciate him. Uh, Maybe it's out of force, but him fucking with his fan base, like personally. A lot of people have people. Um, Kevin Hart talked about that. Um, He did that early. But they do it early. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They do it early to build. Yeah. And he kind of went back to that once he got canceled. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I would like to see more people. Well, I think it would be beneficial if more people did that. Because it makes it a little bit personal. Word. Um, so now switching gears to music, kinda for a second. Um, speaking about 50, man, we've been we've been big enough 50 for the last few weeks just because of the transition that he made to TV and how he's basically taken over in TV. Um, but the question is, so one of the things 50 did in rap is he made people start looking at the numbers. He, he, he highlighted the fact that, oh, you selling this first week, this is what your album sales are, da 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 um, But I think now it, the roles are kind of reversed because I don't think that anybody's really like necessarily pocket watching 50. But if you think about it, he got to, he has to be up. Like all of the shows that he got on TV right now, all of the spinoffs from Power and all of that, he got to be up. So like, key on that, on that topic, like, what do you think about just, I guess, 50's role in, um, in the culture? And also like, if like the roles are reversed in terms of people pocket watching him, do you think that's happening the way that he used to do to everybody else? Nah, because he got a formula to that shit, bro. It's like, you can't do it like how he did it. His first track was out of route. He fucked niggas' heads up. Like, that nigga's a mental case. Anybody <laughs> fucking with him. It's like, once he do it, it's done. Like, leave it alone. You don't get your ass into the trouble. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, one he, thing he, he don't... do what he want. He free, he a free stepper. He a free stepper. Yeah. And he's one of the few that has continuously done it his way no matter what like he never really real. changed up you know what i mean he, he never he gonna get you yeah yeah and you... i think i think what's ill is that that needs to be kind of mentioned about this is the quote 
well, the, just the nasty behavior that comes along with rap, right? So rap is kind of a pocket watching kind of thing. Film and movies ain't. You never hear fucking people talk about how much, much Quentin Tarantino or fucking Martin Scorsese, how much money they have. That's a, a it's a rap characteristic fucking worrying about what people got, what, what niggas is doing and shit like that. And once he's not associated with rap, I think all of that shit goes away. You know mm. what I'm saying? It, it's Joe Button and Kanye brought this shit up. Like every time you hear niggas say rapper, it sound like they calling me a nigga. Mm-hmm. Anytime you hear you, Joe Button, I'm trying to get as far away from a rap podcast as possible because of the shit that comes with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's it's rappers are looked down upon. And when you move away from that shit, shit starts to change. That's interesting. Um, what did you just say? Rappers are looked down upon. Yeah. Do you think how much of that do you think um is attributed? I don't to- believe that. Like they gotta they can respect put on their name now. 50 fucking these niggas up, bro. Like it's show after show after show after show. And he putting rappers in it. He putting niggas you ain't seen in a while. He putting brothers in, best friends in it. Like no, that's doing that. that's him. That's him doing that because he's of the culture. But he comes he's from a the lot culture. of the field though. That's that. No, no, that no. Means. I'm saying the nasty behavior associated with rappers, right? Once you move away from, once you move rapper out of your name, the world opens up for you. There's rooms you could get in that you couldn't have got in before. So Will Smith, you call him more of an actor or a rapper? Hundred percent actor, definitely actor. Hundred percent actor. So you don't think he could do a track next week and become a rapper again? It's not. Well, he, go ahead, he can, can put out a song. Anybody can put out a song, but he'll he won't be labeled rapper Will Smith. He's labeled actor Will Smith. Correct. So actor Will Smith can do what the fuck he wants. He could go skydive off the Eiffel Tower. Rapper Will Smith can't. What do you about if you take the rapper, the rapper label off and say you're a musician? That's well, it's better. still the same shit. That, no, well, no, but, that's better. Musician is better though. Musician is better. It's better the way it sounds. But if you're putting out yeah, rap music, better. I think you're better. still going to be looked at the same way. But it's funny that you're making this point because I'm looking at all of the people who've made that transition and did it big, like an Ice Cube. And they get Queen rapper Latifah. right the fuck off their name. Yeah, Ice Cube, Queen Latifah, Will Smith, to name a few. All of them, um, even most deaf to a little bit lesser of a scale, all of them, you don't really think of them as rappers anymore. Maybe most deaf would probably be the only one that you would think is more of a rapper as opposed to an actor. But those first three, Hell, you don't no, think of I them as rappers. still a rapper, bro. You he don't know right now, but you don't look at him as rapper. Did that yeah. You look at him as actor. He's still a rapper. Yes, he's rapping, but you don't look at him as a rapper. I mean, maybe we individually may only because we understand where he come from and we were a part of that as well. So, like, for example, you know, if you if you came up in the 90s or, you know, you was in hip hop in the 90s and you know what Queen Latifah was in the 90s, even when she was doing living single at that point, you looking at her as a rapper who's doing living single. But I don't think so. I I stopped looking at her as a rapper at living single. Nah, I don't. Living single, she was an actress to me. I don't because I feel like Set It Off was during Living Single. 
or before? Uh, it probably was during. It probably was during. But Living so Single probably me, came first, but I don't know. We could look it up. Um, Living Single, for me, I uh, took her out of the rapper category. For I don't, me. I don't, why is that? Yeah, why? Because she was an actress at that point. I, I looked at her as an actress. Nah, she, that's 93. That's too early. She was still doing mad rap shit. Yeah, I was going to say, you wild. What, what song you know from her post-93? Shit, you and IT Wires probably fucking after what the the fuck I don't think so. Right. Let's see. I don't think so. You and IT Wires before 93. What that was like 88? You lying. Come on, you gotta watch Jer's face. Jer's <laughs> face to, to tell it all. We're about to see right now. Jer's face to tell it all. It's 93. Yeah, that was before. Yeah, it's 93. And actually, <laughs> November of 93 at that. <laughs> Yeah, November of '93 at that. So, yeah, she. Said, it was made in the summer. Fuck out of here, nigga. She said, <laughs> <laughs> actually, you and ITY was released in November. <laughs> so what yeah, I'm saying not, is, I had the bootleg in January. Yeah, all of that, all of that. But I'm just saying <laughs> that was early in her making that transition to acting. So at that time, it really wasn't, or I wouldn't have looked at her so much as an actor. It was dope, like, oh, yo, Queen Latifah acting. Like, that was it was that was that more of the conversation versus, oh, she's an actor now. But I feel like by the time she did fucking Moulin Rouge, it's like, oh, shit, she won an Oscars. Like, and when's the last time she put out music? You know what I'm saying? Like, she had stepped fully away from it. Will Smith, first rapper to win a Grammy. It's in the late 80s, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, he's rapping on Fresh Prince. Um, you know, he's rapping on the on the on the intro on the music, the theme song or whatever. But by the time he does Independence Day, it's over. You know what I'm saying? Like it's super over. Now at the same time, he comes back, he does Men in Black and well, Smith was never really a rapper. He was a rapper. I guess that oh, shit on, was stop before it, stop me. It, stop, it, stop it, stop it, stop it. I never acknowledged that nigga as a rapper. Nigga, I, he was a rapper. Fuck you, your acknowledgement. He was a rapper. I know what he was, but I never acknowledged him as that. <laughs> what are you talking about? Why? Uh, I, I, I just never, I never acknowledged the nigga as a rapper. So I didn't listen to Parents Don't Understand. Yeah, I never no, did. <laughs> I never did. This nigga's crazy. <laughs> My childhood was a little bit different, either, though. I, I ain't listen to no bubblegum shit as a kid. Those yeah, well, first of all, all of that shit is so... I, back then, boot camp. Three. I was Give listening to heavy boot camp. No, back then, at 12. I was a... Right. Huh? <laughs> That's has, nice and... Yeah. Nice and smooth. I was fucking with nice and smooth. Gangstar, my shit was a little different, yo, man. That's 12, fine, yo. but what I'm, no, fuck 12, because 12 is late. I was listening to yeah, NWA yeah, yeah. at like five, though. 12 is late, but what I'm saying is this. What I'm saying is this. Um, Him winning the first Grammy is like 88, right? That's 88. Right. Now, I, that's, that's- He's not even on my radar. Right, right. I agree. I agree, right? So, summertime. By the time he does summertime, he's still a rapper. Like that's after parents. You're saying, but you're saying what he is, right? And I, I, I can only go off of me, my shit, right? So right, but I'm asking I, I'm you to saying, step outside of yourself and look at the landscape. We look, we're not talking oh, about that's a, but, but that's a 
No, that's what we is talking about, right? So we're saying, no, we're, not. we're saying Queen Latifah was a rapper, and he made the transition to acting. No, and, nigga, I'm saying, a, and I'm saying, and I'm saying that's a, but that's a no brainer. I know like, that's that's not what I'm arguing. So continuing that though, you're saying you never looked at him as a rapper, personally, right? What I'm right. saying is, as a rapper, he was still looked at as a rapper who made the transition to getting into acting because the general consensus wasn't accepting. But I would, dis- I would disagree actor. though. I would disagree. He just, that was his first, listen, listen, let's, let's go back for a second. He's a rapper. If you've ever heard any of these stories about early on in his Fresh Prince days, he was so green and so new. He was mouthing everybody's um lines on set like he didn't even fully even understand what it was to be an actor so how could he be fully accepted and looked at as an actor he wasn't even good yet i'm not saying no i that's not my my that's not what the fuck i'm arguing what i'm saying is will smith's rap career right versus we're not in the same era as the fucking internet era back then right right so as the nigga at me, a young kid, you could have missed his whole rap career and your first introduction to him being the Fresh Prince. Okay. Then you hear the songs and make the connection to, oh, this is the nigga that made these songs. Right. So that's what I'm saying from my perspective is summertime hits, I don't even know, you know what I'm saying? I know the summertime, I I know nothing about Will Smith's rap career. Mm -hmm. You know, I know the songs now because I'm old enough to fucking connect the dots. But right. I'm saying in that time, I know nothing about this nigga rap. I only know summertime. Now that's great, right? Because those are facts and that's that's true for you, right? So we were younger. What I'm saying is you take somebody who is 13, 14, 15 years old at that time, who was probably there at the inception of rap, they are looking at it differently. So I'm speaking that's for my, that because they, they, they've seen it. They understand the total landscape. But that's my point. But that's my point I'm making is like everybody. So when, when we're talking about Queen Latifah, the living single versus the rapper, there are some people who her rap career, her, her acting career is more of what they know than her rapping. I, I wouldn't say her more so because she definitely was more so a rapper rapper to me i'm saying my perspective right but, but for even, will smith even, no even factually because she just put right. out way more and t- yeah all of that yeah right yeah that's what i'm saying but will smith is a little different for me like you could have missed his rap career and been fucking in the culture what a, that's all i'm the saying only, the only, and here's the only other thing that i will slightly argue to that yes i'm agreeing you could have missed it but he gave you it's like will listen, smith winning a grammy he he you might have missed it from that point, right? The, the winning the Grammy, all of that. But I'm saying he gave you little nuggets along the way. He did the little men in black shit. He did a little wild, wild west shit. Like he did. But that's well after his fucking uh, Fresh Prince story. No, absolutely. But I'm just saying he right. gave you nuggets along the way to remind you, oh yeah, don't forget, he still rap or he still was a rapper or this, you know what I'm saying? Like right. things like that. So that's where kids are growing up or me if i would have missed the 88 joint i could see oh okay men in black i watched the movie okay i see the video right. boom right so um damn i forgot the point i was about to make about somebody else um oh but to your point again right people who may have missed it tyrese i remember one day my little brother 
Um, forget what we're talking about, but he was like, um, oh, I forgot Tyrese uh, did music. Shit fucked me up. Shit, right. shit fucked me up. Because I'm like, know, that's my little brother. No, I know, but what I'm saying is he for it's he, he what wasn't his there. he wasn't there. Right. So he didn't, I mean, he may have been born, but like you said, it wasn't on his radar. Like he's not connecting the dots. Niggas to, don't know Tyrese was from the Coca-Cola commercial singing in the back of the bus. Yeah, but that's like Word, real, that's like deep, digging in the crate shit. Like but I'm saying, but that was a big fucking endorsement commercial. Yeah, that's but big shit. Have known that it was Tyrese anyway until later. That's my, but that's my point. But nobody that's my point I'm making. Until later, though. Huh? I said nobody yeah, I would do that. that with Tyrese until that. later. No, that. Tyrese, like, when he did that shit, he was, um, you Good know, his hood, he, but he, niggas didn't know, Ty- he wasn't a known name. Is what no, I'm he was a, he was on a Coca-Cola commercial. Which is big he deal. Just, I get that. Right. So that ain't just, they're not just randomly picking niggas for a Coca-Cola commercial. But you're speaking about the people at Coca-Cola. I'm talking about the people as in the consumer, the audience. Nobody knows who he is anyway, is what I'm saying. So we only find out, oh shit, Tyrese was in the Coca-Cola commercial with 91. Like, we only find that out later because nobody knew who he was as far as the consumer was concerned. Yeah, maybe the executives said, oh, this kid can act. No, my nigga. What? No. I, I, I argue that. Okay. When you say nobody know that, I'm saying the fucking executives went to get him because of his buzz. Now he his buzz probably was regional, West Coast regional, and fucking didn't translate over to the East until we got it. That's my whole. So point. when you say you saying West, you just saying West Coast regional proves my point of saying I said in his hood, meaning locally or not not mainstream is what I'm saying. What I'm, I'm saying say mainstream, know, nigga. You're saying local. You can't say both, bro. You can't say both. You just said you, mean? you just said West Coast. That's not regional. Mainstream. I said regional is not lo- like E40 is a big fucking deal, but he's not local, bro. Hey, y'all Tech nine. Boy, nah. is, what the fuck are you talking deal. about, bro? You 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 going on both nine. sides? He said Tech no. Nine. You're saying local. I'm saying the nigga was not local if he got a Coca-Cola commercial. That's my argument. What I'm saying is, all right, forget the word local. When, when I'm saying local, I'm thinking about a small sector regional. of people. Regional, we can call it that. My point is, my point is, mainstream, the masses, when he's on his commercial, motherfuckers is not making the connection like, oh, that's Tyrese. The same way- And Jermaine I'm Dupree saying niggas was- in, in in the 80s and shit like that. Nobody knows that's fucking Jermaine Dupree because nobody I don't knows. think that's the same thing. But what I'm saying, come on, girl, you come on. You understand what I'm saying. What I'm saying is- No, I'm disagreeing with you. I understand what you're saying. I'm just disagreeing. Nah, all right, we're going to have to agree to disagree because there, there, there's, no, there's no way that you can say that that's the same as later on when Tyrese is fucking- you know, doing all of these movies or, or... You don't think Tyrese is a signed act on, on the back of the Coca-Cola bus? A signed act? Not necessarily. Yes. He could have been work for hire I, for some that's, old... That's, like, that's where I disagree. I'm saying he's a signed act on the back of the Coca-Cola bus who has fucking steam out in Cali and they fucking put him on that Coca-Cola commercial. That's what I'm arguing. So he now, did that, so... Let me make sure I'm looking at. So he was 16 at the time, and that's in 1994. Okay. So it's like T.I. T.I. before his first album, Lil Wayne and them before their first album, they had a deal. Game before he gets the G Unit had a deal. 
and the the fucking label don't know what to do with niggas, and they still get looked. Tyree's first album doesn't come out until '98. That don't mean he wasn't signed. It's artist development. How old Alicia Keys says she was when she signed in the uh, fucking Drink Champ shit? I don't know. Uh, like sixteen. Like 15, 16. 15? Yeah, yeah, like 15. But her first album came out as a teenager, too. She was like, it was like a, a year or two later. Dog, no. Back then, you got signed, and you was on, you was in the label, artist development, for about three to four years before you put a project out. That's my only argument, is that nigga was somebody to get a Coca-Cola commercial. They just not giving fucking anybody a Coca-Cola commercial. I'm only, I'm, I'm quiet, because I'm trying to look up the shit as you was talking. Um, I got you. And I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. Um, you know, we'll double back maybe later. But I, I am. I do want to know if he was actually signed when he did the Coca-Cola commercial, because it, at the end of the day, it still, it still doesn't change my point for me of him not being known by the mainstream and until later on. Because he was modeling, though. That's what I'm saying. He's doing some whole different shit. But if you modeling, you got fucking agencies and this fucking. But that don't mean yeah, they probably that's, knew that's... how to sing. He probably got signed off the commercial though. Yo, duh. All I'm saying that's what I'm, is that's that what I'm fucking... saying. I'm saying post commercial, maybe he's getting more recognition at that point, and even still, at that exact moment, the main people don't know him. That's what I'm saying. But whether he was signed, that's what I'm. Yeah, he took over. That's what I'm disagreeing with though. I don't, I'm not even sure if you could disagree with that, but all right. Yo, dog, we tend to think our shit is the end all be all. And different places you could sell, you could go platinum just being fucking regional in any section. If you in fucking, you know, the Midwest, as niggas in the Midwest, Tech Nine is a perfect example, who's independent, who does astronomical numbers that most niggas don't even know who he is. Okay. Now you just named LeBron James of independent though. So that's, now but they, that's independent. somebody else though. Because the, the Troy Ave. Troy yeah. Ave. No. No what? Tro- Troy Ave is doing Tro- numbers. Tro- yeah, yeah, no, what I'm saying is like more people know who Troy Ave no. is than Texas. Nobody on the West Coast fucking knows who Troy Ave is. I disagree. Nobody on the fucking West Coast knows who Troy Ave. Now I, you're saying I that because you're familiar with. But I, look, but there's no definitive way uh, outside of asking somebody that we could say that because neither one of right. us are from the West Coast. I think that he has I, a little bit. I'm in the Midwest, nigga. Don't nobody know who Troy Ave is. Troy Ave ain't booked to nothing out here his whole fucking career. Troy Ave, nowhere in the Midwest. Troy Ave can't move around for the last couple of years too. But but what I'm telling yeah. you is he's the nigga that's doing numbers regionally but once he get out that region don't nobody know who the fuck he is but we look at our shit what what touches our ears is the end all be all and that's my argument is that niggas be regional but still be mainstream i like to believe that i'm able to be objective about certain conversations though and certain topics because i'm i'm also trying that's what i'm trying to do i'm trying to open this up and take it outside of just our personal point of view because everybody has a personal point of view I'm trying to bring it to a wider scale and say, okay, well, if I'm looking at the whole thing, sure, I'm assuming because in 94, I can't fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck I'm going to tell you in 94? Like me personally, but somebody who's 10 years older than me who may have had more information and been able to see the landscape differently. But even, even still for them niggas, shit still be regional. 
right? Especially back then. With no internet. I it's even more so. I hear what you're saying. No internet. The so world it's is like, not as small as it is anymore because it's only what you see, what's normally around you, which brings that's me. What, but that, that's what almost, and I, you know, that's what almost got big killed. It's fucking talking about E40, not knowing how big E40 was over there. Right, right, right. It's a big fucking deal, but because he didn't translate to the East Coast, it's like we think, you know, fucking if you look at MF Doom, Shit, if you I look at Jay Dilla, these is all fucking who's the nigga from uh, Mac Dre. Mm-hmm. All of these niggas is big deals that the average New York nigga never heard of. Yeah, but see, I be feeling like you, like that's not, I, I think that's a little bit unfair. I feel like you're not giving nobody no credit. You know what I'm saying? Yes, there are people who are closed minded and don't look at nothing outside of where they at. But I, I can't just give a blanket stand, statement and say nobody knows. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like you're not giving anybody any credit whatsoever. No, no, no. I said the average nigga. Right. If you take 10 New York niggas, right? I, I would say 10 New York niggas on average and tell them fucking tell you a Jay Dilla beat. I bet you'd be hard pressed. And that, that, that could be my ignorance, but I'd be willing to bet money on that. Okay. I tell and, you, and, take but, 10 but New York know, niggas you know and tell are, you. You know, there's layers to this question, right? Because 10, right. 10, 10 it's depending on what you listen to. Or what, how old are you? You know what I'm saying? That that matters a little bit. Like, you know what I'm saying? What, what, all of it's mad, yeah, it's mad, it's mad variables. And I'm saying with all of them variables, if we grab 10 niggas at random and we find fucking niggas that's big deals. Huh? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Whatever, just random, a random 10 niggas. And you get some Midwest shit that's a big deal in the Midwest, but it's fucking regional. Like niggas going platinum, but regionally Midwest. Uh, West Coast, even down south, like h- how long it took. And th- the reason why I have this argument, because I was on the other side of this argument for mad long. Like if you look at how long it took Jeezy to get to New York, and then how long it took Gucci to get to New York. And these niggas was big fucking deals by the time they hit New York. But my closed mindness, and I like, I was that. So when I see people talk about this shit, you know what I'm saying? I understand both sides of the argument. <laughs> Not for nothing, I think I'm more open-minded than you, though. <laughs> or objective. I, objective is a better word. When it- but I would, I would agree with that. Yeah. I think you are, and I think, but I think you... Because you are, you put that off on other people. Like your music sense, you give people your music sense, and that's I I, I don't agree with that's the masses. I, I don't I even think you. that's the, the media. I, I think subconsciously, or maybe sometimes in a knee-jerk reaction, I may, but I'm always actively uh consciously trying to think outside of myself. That's why I'm bringing it to us in the way that I am, because I'm right. always trying to think outside of myself. And yes, because I am so open-minded and I can say, you well, they doing this over there and they doing this over there. I'm trying to look and see about the average person that I know just on the day to day. And I'm like, nah, if, if people listen to music, you're they don't listen like you listen, you're right, though. You're right. You're right. And, and for me, right. And the reason why I, I argued it so strong is because I don't have mad niggas come out here to fuck with me. And when we hit the club, these <laughs> niggas don't know nothing that's on in the club, dog. Yeah. Like zero, like no fucking song that's being played out here. And it's like, yo, damn, yo, this is all they play? 
Yes, nigga. <laughs> but if, if I take niggas from now here up top, and you know, the DJ do they set where you got the reggae set, where you got the Spanish set, these niggas is gonna be out of touch too. When I went to Cali. Uh, I was gonna say, most of the shit they playing up here is from down there. So they shouldn't be able to get good. No, it's Atlanta. But it ain't as regional it's as- the South. No, but the South ain't the South. That's what I'm saying. So you got Atlanta South, you got Midwest, you got Texas. Niggas is all playing different shit in these areas. You know, you get the the, the top yeah. 100 when you win top 100 really spots. Playing. But, yo, though, you go, really that New York shit. Though, you um, go to the club in St. Louis, you not hearing nothing that, that fuck you. You're going to hear all Memphis I'm going to be honest, right? Because I'm thinking, right? Because I have a real, um, like, a, a real recent account of this. I lived in Houston for three years. We're talking about within the last five years. And I've listened to the radio because I was actually trying to listen to the radio and hope that I hear some shit from out there to send it there, right? I will say that they do play some shit that is from there, but they also play in all of the shit that's on the radio all over the country. So I'm hearing everything. It's not like it was back in the day where it probably would have been, you know, if I was in Texas when UGK was first bubbling, I'm pretty sure I'm hearing more of Texas stuff. I can, I can, I can definitely say, you know, my, my mom is from Florida. So we used to visit my grandmother who still lives in Florida in Miami in particular. And I remember being young, listening to the radio down. Yeah. I don't know nothing. I'm hearing all kind of shit that I never heard on Hot 97. Now, I think it I wanna, was different then than it is now is my point. I think now... But I want to ask a question. Um, where you said you listened to the radio. When you was in Texas, the same shit they playing on the radio, is that the same shit they playing in the club or not? No. By and large, no. No. So what would you say to your club experience out there? Okay. The club experience, they definitely was playing more shit that I had heard. That's, that's, that's yeah. where, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Definitely. So like the radio got to play the top 100 of the niggas, the labels is paying for this shit to be played. Right. But when you in the club and I don't listen to the radio, that's what made me right. ask. And I, I don't, don't know. Either. I did that specifically but, with that purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, with yeah. you. I'm with you. But it's like when I, when you in the club, that's a whole yeah. different. Right. And I would even go as far as to say the regular club and then the strip club got their own type of that's true too. sets in the strip club. That's a little different that's than too. the regular club. They may mix in. So where it's like, you really going to get the regional shit when you outside, outside. Like, so it's like, you know, and from what I seen too, it's like my brother come out here and this is, you know, my brother come out here and hear the shit out here. And then maybe like six to eight months, that should have make his way up to New York. Right. And he be feeling like he that nigga yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. He, you know what I, he you done know heard it in this environment. Um, when uh, I was in Tallahassee, Florida in the summer of 04, and my shit was the Yayo So Seductive. That was my shit all summer. That was my shit, right? That was also the time, the first time I heard I'm Sprung by T-Pain. Never heard it before. It was the biggest shit. And it was hard 
It was the first time I heard them. I'm like, the fuck is this? But when you look around and everybody lit, I'm like, all right, fuck it. I got this lit. That's the whole, and that's, I was just about to, by the, because. By the time, what, real quick, real quick, and then you get right back. By the time yeah. I got up, but by the time it was football season and maybe September, October, it had just hit up top and I was feeling like your brother was feeling. I'm that nigga. Y'all been heard that. You know what I mean? Y'all late. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, you got to open yourself up to that, right? Because for me, it's really still hard for me to open myself up to that. When I hear the shit first, it's like, you know, and most people I would say are more so like me, they conditioned to listening to what they listening to. Hey, what would you so say you kind of like, would you say that you think that you more conditioned into listening to your preference or you able to open up when you hear some new shit somewhere else? <laughs> yeah um and, but you know some shit is undeniable hits right so that like that um sprung shit mm. you can fight that yeah. shit for as long as you want yeah. but nigga this is one <laughs> so you just gonna be on the other side of the one like you know what yeah. i'm saying it's like i i learned that shit like oh nah when you see it you you got to be a little bit more open nigga this is it you just the eyeball out word, word. um that was a good little tangent um but I also want to talk about um, the Big Sean drink champs because it kind of also ties in a little bit to what we were talking about. Um, but well, all right, so two things. Speaking about what we just finished talking about, the regional thing, regional bias, if you want, if you, if you want to call it. But Nori was asking him a bunch of questions about, you know, he has certain segments, and one of the time, one of the segments is not named, but what he does is he asks his guests, okay, what's the first thing that comes to mind when I say this? So what he was doing with Big Sean was he was naming a whole bunch of artists that were from Detroit. A lot of them, of course, we know Eminem, Royce the Five Nine, the big names, right? But then he started getting- He named Bodie James? He started, yeah, yeah. He started getting into like people that I hadn't even heard of. Um, and I'm like, Oh, but looking at Big Sean's response, he's like, oh, man, he's he's a shooter. He's a, you know, and obviously not literally, we're talking figuratively, but like, oh, he's that deal. Like, um, he's hot. He's he's the one. And I'm like, oh, OK, like maybe when I hear it, maybe I'll make my own assessment. But that just speaks to that regional access you have to something that's from locally or even. Yeah, that's 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 basically that. Yeah. Um, But. Furthermore, with the whole Big Sean thing, uh, did you catch any of it by any chance? Nah. So, the I wanted to see the whole shit, and then when I got ready to watch it, I seen how long it was, and I was like, "Nigga." <laughs> yeah, that's how that's how I was with the ghost duration. I was like, "Yo, this shit right here, I need to be comfortable." Yeah. Four hours. Yeah. But you know what though? For me yeah. personally, and this goes back to me being in tune with music more than the average person is standing third or whatever. Like, I personally like those three-hour joints, four-hour joints. Like, that's dope for me. I see that, I'm like, oh, it's lit. Because for me, I get to just be entertained by some shit that I'm already entertained by anyway and maybe get a different perspective just standing third. But on top of that, um, well, that's, that's separate, period there. <laughs> 
For me, it be depending on who it is. That's a like, that's four a, hours of Big Sean. I'm cool. I could dig it. I'm good with a nice it. thirty minutes. <laughs> but, give me the, the give thing, me the sports right? center. <laughs> the thing about it is though, for me, right? Because I'm like that with certain people, even on drink camps or whatever. Like if I see him and I'm like, eh, nah, I don't really care. The only time that I might listen to it at that point might be maybe at work or something where if it's in my ear. I'm helping the time go by. All right, cool, whatever. Now, certain people, or if maybe even like I'm I'm weird. Like sometimes I'll listen to the shit if I'm like even doing shit around the house. Like I'll put the shit on just to fucking get me through some shit real quick. So um that might be from a person that I don't really necessarily care to hear about. But what what sometimes is interesting is it it actually ends up being dope. Now, I'm not necessarily that's what I was about to say. Most often. The shit that you don't want to catch, them time most of the time be the best shit. Were and I know like that you learn some really, shit that you're not as familiar or familiar at all, whatever with Big Sean. So it's like ah, eh, whatever. Um, but so and I don't know how you would because it wasn't like fire, but I don't know how you would you know take it. Just you know you might learn something about him or you might be like oh all right cool because what I will say is he obviously was he felt the way about how Ye was talking about. Him. On drink camps. He responded. Rightfully so. Right, rightfully so. He responded, and it was a good bulk of the interview. Like um later on, because Nori tried to not have the whole interview be about that, which I could respect just from his perspective. You don't want that. But once they got into it, they was into it. And even though it felt like they kept trying to move on, they kept talking about this shit. So Big Sean did kind of show. You know, he was like, look, I'm not, I'm not that. Like, I don't want to be on some tell-all shit, but, like, you got niggas in Detroit looking at me crazy, like, and this ain't that. So, like, as a man, like, I'm just not with it. So I respected that. And, you know, that's something that you don't often see from Big Sean. That's not his temperament. You know, he more, like, chill or whatever, or playful, funny type shit. I thought that was interesting. But, um... Since you didn't see it, and Key, you didn't see it, I guess it ain't really too much else to perform on. Like, that's 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 your big song take. Back to you in the studio, Chuck. No, I ain't, well, I ain't get to watch it, bro. Nigga <laughs> said, moving on to sports. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, so, look, Christmas. Ten men with the weather. Yo, real quick, right? <laughs> Christmas vibes. Because I know Key, your kids is young, but Gert, your kids are older. So when it comes to, well, I know you got a young son, um, but when it comes to Christmas time, like, I know that we're of a certain level of consciousness at this point in time in life, and things become different. Just even as you just become an adult, you learn more information about shit, right? So not to get deep into your own personal whatever, but like your overall view of Christmas, how it feels now, you being a parent, you know, to your, your kids and how it was when you were growing up or the way you thought about it. Like, how how do you look at it, like, now, today? Shit is a scam. The, the whole purpose of this shit is to help companies close their fucking budgets to get everything off for the end of the year and, uh, you know, help out their fourth quarter budgets. But, I mean, as a parent, because I had dope Christmases as a kid, I feel like a piece of shit if I deprive my kids of it. So I still go on with the bullshit, but I'm not finna do all of the bullshit. Like, you know, my son probably 
we'll he'll, um, he'll, he'll feel Christmas, it. He'll get Christmas tree it up. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, the, the full effect. But we're going to do a Black Santa, and you're going to know this nigga's bullshit. But you know, just so you so you got you got you gonna hundred percent. I'm not subscribing to fucking lying to my kid. This is like a whole nother topic. Yes, it is. But I want to um, get into it a little bit. No, what I'm about to get into. Right. Um, as a parent, right? I've always felt like, like you know, me being a parent, children idolize their parents up until something. Something happens, and then it's like the nigga don't know shit, and then that's where you get the rebellious stage of kids, you know, being kids and testing the waters for themselves. So me as a parent, you know, thinking about that, I did my best never to lie to my daughters. I never told them Easter Bunny, Two Fairy, none of that shit. I still did shit, but I never said, "Yo, this is from the Two Fairy." I just fucking put a couple dollars under your pillow. When they lost I never pill. said, yeah, I never said this is from Santa Claus. Now, if they, you know, drew them parallels or, you know, they older now, so they know it was me whole time. But I never told them that because of that mindset. It's like, at some point, these niggas is going to look at me like I don't know shit. And to me, like, I thought it was because subconsciously, you fucking lie to your kids. Like for mad years strong. Oh, if you don't do this, Santa's not gonna bring you no toys. No, nigga, you doing this shit because I told you you got to do this shit. I don't need no fucking third party for you to be scared of the consequences to get done the shit I need you to get done. Well, hold on, real quick. So you, your kid loses a tooth, right? They're young. You put a couple dollars under the under the pillow. They wake up the next morning. Oh, where, where did this money come from? Or they say whatever they say. What did you say? That I gave you money because you lost a tooth? I've really never had the conversation. So, just, so they never came to you then? Yeah. They just, oh, shit, I had some money under my pillow. Mm. Word. Mm. But it's like, you know, if, if ever said, I'm like, nigga, how? You think a nigga snuck in here? Where's the chimney? Yeah. Oh, all right. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm not going to fucking just destroy your shit all together, but... I'm not participating either. That's interesting because I, I'm assuming that went on for a certain amount of years and then maybe one day they just got it or you actually had to tell them. Nah, they, you know, the oldest one to tell the younger one, like, nigga, that's him doing it. Mm. Dad, is that you doing it? Yeah. Like, uh, how, how else is it going to happen? That's interesting. I think that's a softer, that's a soft way of doing it, in my opinion. Like, you know, it's not, <clears throat> it's soft in comparison to harsh. Like, it's not like, like you said, you're not crushing them, but, and so, you know, they, they got friends and peers and at school or wherever they hearing that this is what it is. So maybe they just said, oh, okay, I guess that's what it is. But okay. But then you got that one, you got that one badass <laughs> kid that's like, nah, nigga, this is what it is. And I never wanted, I, I felt like if I allowed that to happen, then that badass kid got more power than me with my kids mm. because they giving my kid truth yeah. that I'm not giving them. Yeah. So when they find it out, it's like, I can't go to this nigga. I got to go elsewhere. So I just never wanted that to be that, like, for my kids. That's actually fire. Salute to you. Shout round of applause. <laughs> that's fire. <laughs> nah, that's fire. That's fire.
Back to you in the studio, Chip. Word. So now that we got Christmas week, end of the year coming up. Um, I was going to say the other question about the uh, gift buying the shit that was on the dock. Um, how long do you have to talk to a female? Oh, how long do you have to talk to a female before she gets a Christmas gift? And then what are like your first Christmas gift ideas? Question for you. <laughs> I ain't really like I, I, I'm more of the fucking pardon my language uh, <laughs> stay ready so you don't gotta get ready I'm more of the, the do it all year round and if you like you know women is into the big gestures for holidays and all of that but that ain't really my thing I'm, I'm I try to be more quote unquote in the Christmas spirit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because you don't got to subscribe to the bullshit to still do shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of fucking, a lot of niggas I've realized who don't subscribe to Christmas is because they broke. It's, it's, and that's not to take a shot at them, mm-hmm. but it's like, I nigga, if I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to pay my rent, you talking about getting a gift, like, yeah, come on, right? <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, and, and pe- people push it off on you all the time that you may not, you know, be ready for or inclined to deal with. Yeah, so I, I, as far as how long, you know, it's up to you. If you're dealing with a black woman, you got to give her that gift ASAP, like first <laughs> Christmas. You could meet her on the 20th. You better have that gift by the 25th, though, but you ain't shit. Can you believe this nigga I'm talking to ain't get me shit? <laughs> Fucking broke-ass bastards. You're going to be all types of broke bastards. Petty. Well, that's what he just said. Yeah, yeah, they don't care about that. Did you see what Joe Button said? He had an interesting take. Did, you, did y'all catch that? About what? No. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, I think so. But go ahead. He was saying women who claim they want a nigga to do all of this for them and a nigga to be, you know, that guy who takes care of everything, takes them on trips. Those are the ones who you find on December 17th talking about what do you get a guy who has everything? And it's like, bitch, what was you doing all year? Like, you wasn't paying attention to what he might have needed for Christmas or like you, you didn't take any of that into consideration. Right. And if you didn't, you should be nixed on uh 26. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw that. I did see that. And yeah, it, it goes back to what you're saying though. I mean, for one, doing it all year um, or just being consistent, you know what I'm saying? At, at giving or or gifting or paying attention or doing things that's nice or whatever, just showing your appreciation. You know what I'm saying? Being consistent and genuine at showing your appreciation should be a, a, a all the time thing. And all the time based on your pace. I mean, it don't gotta be all the time as in every week, you know what I'm saying? But whatever all the time looks like for you, that part, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Instead of always just subscribing to a certain particular season for me um let me see i'm trying to think like i normally i normally don't really unless we're actually dating 
I never really fucking gave you a gift anyway, personally. Like, that just never was my thing. But if I'm in a relationship, um, whenever the, whenever that, whenever Christmas comes, based on whenever it is, like, you know what I mean? We're in a relationship, I right, it's Christmas. Like, this is just what it is. Like, I'm not going to wait till next year. If we, if we, like you said, if we started on the 20th, I'm not going to wait till <laughs> the next next year is Christmas. She ain't got to wait a calendar year. <laughs> you got to wait a calendar year, boo. You might not be here next Christmas. <laughs> you got you to give me a calendar year. I don't even know if I like you that much. The fuck? <laughs> Hey, yo. Yo. <laughs> and yo. we just missed my birthday. I'm sure you got a birthday coming. My birthday, December 4. I got to wait a whole now. Nah, you got to wait for a Christmas gift. See what you get me for my birthday. Yo. My birthday gift is trash. Christmas don't exist. <laughs> yo, tell them to wait a calendar year. <laughs> 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 That is mad funny, yo. Oh, shit. Word. I, I got to see what my birthday hitting for first, though. <laughs> yo, that's trash having a birthday in December. Yeah. So, would, yeah, so it is trash. Trash. Only Mama Love showed love. Mama Love made sure a birthday and Christmas was right. Okay. So, like, for the joint, birthday gift is a pack of socks. Fucking uh, a dry fit T-shirt, <laughs> some shit like that. <laughs> Something you could go to work in. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> you shouldn't have. <laughs> thanks. The wild dry thanks. I need. I needed one of these. Right. <laughs> Just with the doctor. I needed a dry fit. Yeah, I needed a dry fit too. <laughs> um. And so then it would be nothing for Christmas. That's it. Christmas, your Christmas is trash if I get that. <laughs> or, or, yeah. Um, like you said, or like I'm saying, Christmas for me right now at this point, I'm just, I can't. <laughs> Shit ain't the same, man. And 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 beyond it not being the same, it's just again, they say you knew better, you do better, right? So when you get access to information, it's like I can't, you can't unknow certain things. And like you said, it's a scam. Like it's like, what are we doing this shit for? What the fuck? Black Friday prices is not. <laughs> You're not getting a deal, bro. You're getting a discount. At all. You're getting a marked up discount is what you get. It's closer to what the original price is, but it's still marked up. So you ain't, ain't shit going on. They've been overcharging right. for the whole year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then now. All they do is sell niggas TVs on Black Friday. Yeah. These niggas so, don't so stop can, buying so TVs. You, that's, that, that, every year. that's like the goal. You know what? That is, you're right. It's like Christmas is Christmas and Black Friday is you get a deal on the TV. That's standard. <laughs> That's standard. Niggas, up, year. niggas upgrade. Yo, dog, how many TVs? Where, where the fuck are you putting all of these TVs and, and, at? You opening a bar or something? Look, but you're getting bigger TVs every year. So where's the space? Are you getting a bigger space? Because you went from 50 to dog. 55 to 60, 75. 
once you get to 75 and you still feel like you got more wall, like we gotta have a conversation, bro. Cause what's going on? What's what do you need? Matter of fact, you can't see. <laughs> you can't see. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, you might as well go to the doctor, nigga. You fucking <laughs> go movies. waiting only, online. Only nigga in the yeah. AMC. <laughs> <laughs> only nigga in the AMC. Post pandemic. <laughs> Talking about his lit. No, yeah. nigga, you can't see. Like, cause this is ridiculous. Like, but you're right though. Like, that's all niggas get on Black Friday is TV. <laughs> yeah. Shit is fucking crazy. Niggas wait online for a while long for a TV. Yo, I only one year of my life. I um I did the whole wait because I wanted to just experience the shit. I did it wrong, to be honest with you, because I went to the mall. So I didn't even like. I mean, you know, some people be like going to like Best Buy. I'm definitely not doing that. But I did one year, me and my man, we fucking, we went to the mall like early to try to like, probably like four o'clock. It wasn't nothing special, bro. (laughs) Walmart, you ever seen? So Walmart out here, you can shop in Walmart Black Friday, but you can't get none of the Black Friday on sale shit until 12. So you could be in the store, but you don't get the, you ever seen that? No, that's crazy. That's some weird shit. So I went to Walmart one Black Friday to get a bottle. And they, you could go in and shop. <laughs> went to get a bottle. <laughs> Big facts. <laughs> Yo, wait, it better not have been like Henny or nothing. It better have been like. Definitely. No, Henny. That's ridiculous. Definitely. That's ridiculous. They sell the, the liquor store open till, uh, I mean, you can get a bottle in most places out here till 1.30. So you got till 1.30 to go get a bottle. Would you got the $5 off? <laughs> huh? No, nothing off Nothing is on sale. So it was like 11. It was like around 11 because 12, they opened the eyes uh, shit up for. So you could go in and fucking, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I never seen that shit. Yeah, I don't know. But that's the only time. I'm not no Black Friday. Nigga. Nah, it's, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I'll do a little. I'll do a little. Uh. Cyber Monday, you a Cyber Monday nigga? I do a little, I do a little Cyber Monday just to catch some, but like, I'm not even doing that every year though. Like, you know it's when I need, like, if I need a computer or a laptop, or you know what I'm saying, like shit like that. I'm not, I'm not. Most shit as men, as men, most shit when you need something, you just gotta go get it. Like you, if something break, you gotta go just fucking replace it right then and there. Yeah. That's normally how we operate. It's this, it ain't too much shit where you say. I'm going to wait for this to get that. It's like, yeah. nah, we'll spend the money on it no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. When you're right, you're right. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I didn't um, I didn't have nothing else. But uh, I do want to, you know, remind all the subscribers out there to make sure that y'all telling a friend to tell a friend. Make sure that y'all shopping for your candles and your smell goods at LuxCollectionLLC.com. Life as I see it podcast. Um, candles are still available. So uh, make sure you get those while supplies last. And until next time, anything Rico. It was December 24th on Hollis Avenue, the dark. When I seen a man chilling with his dog in the park, I approached him very slowly with my heart full of fear.
Music, Co Music, Co Music, Co Music.